I thought you were ready. I saw the text, and uh, you know, I was flying through all my usual. <laughs> you'd give me a text back, like, uh, you know, oh yeah, ten minutes or five minutes. I could always restart it, give you another five, another ten. <sighs> Come on, I'm a professional. I mean, I'm a little, I'm still skeptic about my sound here. I don't know why. I think it's the headphones I'm rocking, or maybe I still have water in my ear from our Florida trip. I think that's uh, maybe. Oh, that's here. never coming out, is it? <laughs> no, it's, dude. <laughs> I got the old like man the ears. <laughs> it's like the salt, like built up like a dam, like you know, so now the water can't get out. Yeah, combined with the earwax and all the hair and everything, <laughs> and uh, it's it's over. I'm never gonna hear again. I'm officially done. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna take it as. <laughs> oh yeah, it's great. Oh it's man, be a great life. Well, here we are, live coming at you, Mike. How is the shy town, baby? Oh, falling apart. Really? Yeah, no, everything's. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's going all right. Come on, you see, we want it to be doom and gloom and chaos all the time, but really, you know, life just moves on. You know what I'm saying? It just, it's just, dude. We are. That guy in Austin Powers who's just watching that steamroller thing yeah. slowly come at us. That's right, dude. And we're just like, no. You know, like half the people are like, get out of the way. Just get out of the way. <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. Absolutely. Uh, you mean as far as the economy crashing or uh, just the whole thing? The culture, the the whole shebang is just... Coming to the ground. I mean, I think the cities are just dying. Cities are in free fall. No doubt about it, dude. Did you see like everything going on with the commercial real estate? Is this uh, nationally or just maybe locally speaking in Chicago? It's almost every major city. Well, it's. <laughs> I've I've yeah, mentioned the thousands. Yeah, we've lost thousands of of uh, businesses on the. Um, Miles plus stretch at on 16th Street Mall. Uh, they, they're never coming back. Yeah. That's Denver. So I, and I know that you have the Miracle Mile. Is that right? Or what's the, uh, what's, what's the shopping Ma- district? The Magic Mile. Magic Mile. Okay. And uh, Michigan Avenue. But that's gone. Right? Uh, I think Hermes is still there. What is? Hermes. Remember? Oh, Mike, sorry, you didn't pronounce it correctly. <laughs> Hermes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought I was doing good. I always call it Hermes. Yeah, Hermes makes sense. Makes them They sense. hate it when you call it Hermes. Hermes. <laughs> yeah. I forgot, yeah, the boutique uh, high-end fashion store they, uh, <laughs> down by your downtown. They love it when you pull up. Right in front of their downtown store in a giant rusty van. <laughs> and you have to lean over to roll down the window. And you go <laughs> with everybody in line waiting to go in. And you just yell out, hey, is this okay if I park here for Hermes? I got to rob the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy just goes, it's Hermes. However, <laughs> If you're dropping fat deucers and they're clogging up the John, I think you can call it Hermes. Uh, if you're calling Roto-Rooter, you're Hermes. That's right, man. You're not getting the high-end hoity-toity plumber here, so uh, uh, uh. You, you don't get to be pronounced in a fancy way. That makes sense to me. Uh, but yeah, man, I was cruising home today. Uh, no traffic. 
this afternoon. I'm starting to get worried. I'm really thinking the economy is completely dead. Uh, people just aren't out there working anymore. Um, but I was cruising back, and there's this uh, strip where I enter. I take the same roadway kind of into the highway, and uh, it's this kind of gigantic clusterfuck. You have, like, four different major roads entering and leaving the highway and 25. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's all these loops, and there's this one point where you have, like, four different, you know, entryways, like, kind of, like, coming in at the same zone. You know what I'm saying? So you've just, it's just a dead grid, gridlock at this point every day, no matter what, because you have a million people going in multiple directions trying, you know what I'm saying, cut across this way, yeah. cut across that way. It's just, it's always a total mess. I figured out uh, about a year ago a nice little work around this whole mess, right? Uh, I ride the shoulder, just for this one section where people are constantly trying to force themselves into a merge, if you just go straight and pretend the line doesn't show a shoulder, it's a literal lane. And you could just go straight and bypass all the traffic on the right. <laughs> and you just go straight all the way. It's incredible. <laughs> That's not called fighting. You, you didn't find a shortcut. You're just breaking the law. I'm a, yes, I'm a rule bender. And so... Uh, <laughs> No, 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 no. A lot of people use this move. It's not shoulder riding. It's as if you needed to take that exit. You, A lot of people skip through that. You know what I'm saying? It's this chunk of road that for some asinine reason, they just expanded the shoulder in a big loop to force a merge earlier than it should happen. Does that make sense? It's kind of uh, silly. Yeah, it's a silly little bubble of a loop of a little shoulder. Anyways, everyone's cruising through it. I cruise through it all the time. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of going along and I'm busting past. And just instinctually, right, I know that there's this stretch right after I bypass the traffic that I have to either hit before or after. It's a stretch of about, I would argue, 100 yards where the road is just totally ripped out and it's a 100-yard long, three-inch wide pothole. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it, it goes for a full football field length, but it's three inches wide. You, you know what I'm saying, right? And it's right on the dotted section. You, if you merge in that straightaway, you're fucked. You're going to wreck your car. So you got to either hit it before or after. And I just, man, it's a muscle memory. It's been there for so long. And I, I, I hit the zone. I cross over. I beat the edge. I'm staring at that gigantic football long pothole and i think to myself that's been there for two fucking years two <laughs> fucking years this pothole has been here it has been here for so long i have a muscle memory where i don't even think about avoiding it i'm i'm just naturally going around it can we get somebody to fix this fucking pothole two years and i'm cruising along and i'm realizing there's all these spots that i'm just instinctually aware of because they've been there for so long i don't think i've seen anybody fixing anything on the fucking road in Denver in over two years. Yeah, but to be, to, to be fair, did you see all the trans bills they passed? You are correct. Uh, Polis took away our guns, and he's forcing trannies into our jobs. So, so, that's so they're doing something. <laughs> if, okay, if it makes you feel better, when they do eventually get around to fixing that pothole, 
one out of 13 of the construction workers will be trans. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so. and, and majority will be BIPOC. I'll be very happy about it. Oh, There's no doubt about it. Majority for sure. Um, and they will be getting the reparations if things go their way here in Denver, Colorado. Uh, this place is San Francisco. We're totally fucked. I just, again, I, it was... I think it's because we just... Reparations are all in the news. Even our parents are like, what the fuck is going on? It's going to be the next Leah (laughs) Thomas. I hope everyone's ready for this. The backlash is going to be spectacular. Even our dad is like... Like, literally, though, he was like... not. He did it in more words, but he's pretty much saying, who voted for these people? And I wanted to be like, you. We argued for the past, like, at least five, six years about this. You voted for these people. (laughs) Absolutely. And now they're about to give money... $800 $800 billion. They want to give $800 billion to, to, just to give it to black people. Yeah, it seems fair, I guess, uh, especially coming, you know, think about the perspective of a couple of immigrants who came here about 30, 40 years ago. They uh, probably love the idea of uh, giving away their life yeah. savings to people who <laughs> don't deserve it, right? Uh, you look, you are right on the money, man. You get what you voted for, and that's why all of a sudden now, Everybody that was a sanctuary city is saying we need help, or oh, we're, it's so funny. We're just gonna send these people elsewhere. And I know that everyone—it's uh, all over the news. We're all bracing for the invasion of a lifetime <laughs> in Texas. Okay, we'll cover it when it happens. All right, folks, we will. We'll play the news clip on Thursday. It'll be just glorious. I, I'm really excited for it, but bypass that because the migrant situation at the southern border is nothing compared apparently to what they're going through in the suburbs of new york tonight the migrant crisis spilling over from the border now pitting some of the suburbs of new york against the city it's a farce and it will not happen on our watch Local leaders declaring a state of emergency and criticizing Mayor Eric Adams for announcing a program to send several hundred migrants to two counties outside of New York City. Rockland is uh, excuse me? <laughs> uh, Frank, you stop right there. Ex- which- excuse me. <laughs> yes, dude. I thought you were the sanctuary. Also, uh, Mayor Adams, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe this isn't the uh, right terminology, but are you bussing minorities out of your city? <laughs> because uh it kind of sounds like you're bussing minorities out of your city i don't know historically speaking not a popular move <laughs> listen, 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 do you guys not understand math I, I, you democrats literally do not understand math a guy down in texas goes holy shit we got so many people. They're overcrowding the parks. We, we, have, we don't know. We just got to just load up some buses and scatter them around the country, right? A few of them land on your doorstep. You're, you're in an emergency now? <laughs> yeah, state of emergency, dude. You're in the state of emergency? What about the guy who has to bus him away from his state? <laughs> I mean, I don't get it. How is Texas not a state of emergency, but New York is? And again, Eric Adams, you're busing minorities out of your uh, city. Uh, can we get a word from Kamala Harris? Uh, does she know anything about these other little girls, maybe that are potentially being bussed? Kamala, forget about the ca- AOC. She go bust out the white dress. That's right. You, got, you gotta cry. You should be out there crying. They're busing these immigrants. Finally, your people are home, AOC. They came to you, your sanctuary. <laughs> That's right, dude. They're coming to hang out with you, AO checks. 
Uh, yeah, uh, dude. It's, it's amazing how quiet she has a fucking opinion about everything. That's right. Not about this. Good call, my no, man. No opinion when you have migrants at your doorsteps. Yeah. Oh, it, okay. It's it's amazing how it's an emergency when it's happening in New York, but uh, when it's going down in Texas and they're literally flooding through the gates, uh, it's a bunch of fucking bigots down there. All right. Oh, yeah. Those racists need to get with the times and welcome the people in. All right. Well, Texas, what is this, 1800s? Come on, grow up. Grow up. You can handle that line four people deep. And look, we all got to eat this shit because here in Denver, all right, I've been very fully aware and screaming at the top of the highest mountain here how jackass, stupid motherfucker Jared Polis decided to declare Denver a sanctuary city, and we are now also overrun with migrants, and we have a terrible issue on the streets, man. Like it's, oh, it's the same thing in Chicago. Yes, every sanctuary city. Congratulations. You get what you voted for. You get what you declared yourself to be. And they won't, ad- they won't admit how bad it is because they spent all these years telling the, the southern states, like, oh, come on, suck it up. What do you mean? It's not that bad. Well, oh, they're good workers. That's <laughs> right. I just always remember being bigots for thinking we need to do something about restricting people flowing through the border. He's not going to stand idly by while your administration, which boasts itself as a sanctuary city, diverts busloads of undocumented individuals to our county. The city's plan, which it says could be expanded, is for single men to be housed at local hotels for up to four months. The county social services director says Mayor Adams didn't give them a choice. And it was not a question, could we? It was, you will. Uh, these people are coming. And again, not a lot of information, uh, not time frames other than it's imminent. Eric Adams calling hey, can you stop right there? Can you stop right there? Oh, yeah, man. It sounds to me, I- I'm going to go out on a limb here. It sounds to me like you Democrats in New York, now that they're coming, you're worried that they're not sending their best. Uh, I- I'm just going to go out yes. on a limb and say that it's kind of what it sounds like, right? We can assume some are good people. Good people. <laughs> right? Yeah. Do you hear the worry in their voice? I thought they, we don't even know who these people are. Well, <laughs> that's right. Most of, them, most of them are great people, right? No rapists, no drug dealers. So you said this is the people you wanted. It's real. You're right on the money, man. You can sense the fear in their voice. That uh, my God, is this really what's happening? It's because they rich- even hinted at it at the beginning of the story. It's not families. It's young men who are willing to trek two months through jungles. Yes, like. That, it's, yeah, I don't know. And the families that, I mean, the girls that come are just being taken. Yeah. It's crazy. It's so sad. There's a lot of sex trafficking going on down south. There's a lot of uh, children going missing. Like thousands of kids have gone missing just at that border crossing. <sighs> uh, can we get a check on Hunter Biden, please? Has anyone Ted, seen him? Ted Cruz, he keeps talking about it, but nobody will listen to him. <laughs> There's a, uh, it, it's, a, one of the things the cartels are doing is they're do they're setting up rape trees, and it's right on the border on the American side. And it's I want to so uh, correct you, or may- maybe I misheard. You. Did you say rape trees? Rape tree, yeah. A, a tree for rape. So what they do is they t- all the girls that they put into sex trafficking. That's right. They take them to they'll like they'll just pick this tree that's on the American side so that the uh, border patrol will see it. They'll rape the girls and then they throw their panties on the tree. So you'll see like a hundred panties on these trees. You'll see every girl that's and Ted Cruz takes pictures of them and everything. Not because he's a pro. Well, 
sure he's a pervert, but not. Is he this. taking a picture of the rape or the panties hanging on the tree? The trees. He'll show pictures. It's like the saddest part is it's like you, you can tell some of them are just like it's clearly like little girls. Well, that's disgusting and it's frightening terrible. and uh, abhorrent, and, and, and it's obvious. And it's happening that, yes. on American soil, and then these girls are then being put, turned. They're turned into slaves in America. You guys are worried about reparations for these lazy black people, dude. All I can think when I watch that town hall for these like people talking about reparations. Yeah, man. Go to work, you lazy fucks. <laughs> you're you're sitting here on a Monday afternoon, fucking all of you waiting in line to talk about why you deserve money from the government. Go to work. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It it would help, uh, I guess, alleviate the financial woes that some people are. Uh, we should spend uh, that eight hundred billion to fucking secure the border, help these girls that are being trafficked. That would Those be a really good idea today. It's interesting. It right? feels like the guy previously in the office of president put a lot of effort into funding building some sort of barrier down there to stop this <laughs> stuff from happening. It's really weird. They made it seem yeah. like he was a total nut job. So I gotta tell you, he's an idiot. <laughs> his, his his this this run for president. This is uh this is Brett Favre going to the Vikings. This is oh know, Vikings. Go- yeah, did he do What's- the Jets or Vikings uh, second? I think he did the Vikings last. Okay, right? yeah. This is Brett Favre on the Vikings. Sorry. This is like you know you should have just quit. Jordan when he went to the Wizards. Jordan, like, no, dude. Jordan on the Wizards. Yeah. It's like, dude, no, don't, don't come back, dude. The longer you stay out of the spotlight, just the better you look. You know? It's a good call. We're going to hit on the Trump element uh, and the race coming up. I I generally don't do the poll stuff, but we're going to hit it because I find it very interesting. But first, I'm really into this migrant situation happening oh, yeah. up north. And Mike, the reason I'm really interested in this, we haven't even touched yet. It's going to hit home, my friend. Saying the program is part of the city's compassionate response and adding it will provide migrants with temporary housing, access to services, and connections to local communities as they build a stable life. He's trying to balance the logistical and humanitarian challenges with the national political debate and has even been critical of President Biden. Why are you doing this to New York? What? The you national said? government has turned <laughs> on New York City. You declared and- yourself a fucking sanctuary. <laughs> Do you, you know what the thing is? Eric Adams and Jared Polis and all these other idiot governors and everybody around the country, they don't know what the word sanctuary means. That's the truth. Oh, good call. Good call. To be fair, I just saw Moby Dick. <laughs> or not Moby Dick. Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair to Eric Adams, wasn't it uh, Blagojevich? Not Blagojevich. Blagojevich. Uh, Bellasio. Uh, is that guy's name? D- is he the one who originally declared sanctuary? Yeah, I think it was him in between eating the cheeseburgers and shit. That's probably true. Look, m- maybe you're right. Maybe we have a bunch of quasi moto fans on our hands here. Uh, it's also possible that. Um, <laughs> You know. To be fair, I just wanted to swing down the bell tower, screaming <laughs> sanctuary. <laughs> I, I honestly, I just don't think they know what sanctuary meant, or maybe just maybe they felt like, well, I could say it politically, it'll help me in the moment, and then when I get called on my bluff, it won't really matter. 
because the migrants are coming all the way here in New York. This is crazy. I think that's what it was. Yeah, I think that's what it was. New, especially after like Chicago did it, New York really got ballsy. You know, because they're like, oh, we have to go all the way through Chicago to come here. That's right, and it's funny you mentioned Chicago. Uh, you know, there's something with Chicago, New York. They're on the same page almost all the time, um, almost like they're stealing uh, pages out of each other's playbooks. New York isn't the only city dealing with the issue. The suburban send-off also played out in Chicago last year, the village of Burr Ridge receiving dozens of migrants in September to the surprise of the mayor. I still have not gotten an official word from the city. Grasso telling us Mayor Lightfoot is doing to him what Greg Abbott did to her. She never said she'd be sending them out to the suburbs. Back in New York. They're trying to destroy the suburbs. And at least this county executive thinks it's just the beginning. The city of New York right now is on the edge of making things much, much worse. Yeah, man, it does seem like they're trying to destroy the suburbs. Or what I kind of get the feeling of is it's so bad in these cities that they have to just start shipping it out to the suburbs. Uh, Daly did it with the homeless back in the 90s. You know, it's, it's it's an old trick. I wasn't kidding when I said, you know, Adams, it sounds like you're bussing the minorities. That's what he's doing. Lightfoot did oh, the yeah. same thing. Uh, this is a historical move uh, that major cities, democratic cities, have done for generations. It's called bussing. I, I, think, it, <laughs> I, do, I think it's because they don't have the money. Yeah, no, they don't have the resources. The have fun, resources. There's nothing you, available to help these people. I forgot who they said... I think it's L.A. or San Francisco. One of them's $2 billion short. Oh, just in general? Like, they're just yeah, out of money? They're, they're, like, they're, like, fell $2 billion short of their budget or whatever. I forget what they, how they put it. That's what happens when you enact all these shit policies. The crime and homelessness goes up. The businesses move out because of restrictions. And then all of a sudden, you're left with uh, nobody to front the bill. There's nobody there to bring in money. Yeah, who are you going to tax when all you have left is the homeless? That's what I'm saying. You have just criminals and homeless. All oh, the I'm rich sorry. move out. I'm sorry. The unhoused. Unhoused. And I really love the way Amy Goodman, you know, she's been hitting this story every show and oh, multiple God, times a show dude. that she can't. And I, I've been actually, I read typically Democracy Now! at work. I don't have the ability to do the audio, but uh, because I have heard some audio recently of her, I can always hear her saying the unhoused. Like, she really, like, unhoused. Like, really, really stresses out the housed. But no, the you have unness. no idea, dude. You should have heard today's episode. If you would have just listened to the headlines and you didn't wait till they fully got into the story, you, you would think an unhoused Michael Jackson performer <laughs> was viciously attacked by a trained 24-year-old Marine <laughs> that's literally how she put it yeah i know i did i i read that part I, I, it was actually i couldn't believe it i didn't want to roll it because i felt like we just did two episodes in a row on this story the story is unreal though no but n- now the story is that they're pushing for him to get charged they're gonna charge him 
I really don't think so. Oh, dude, I don't know. Nah, you can't they're, charge them. They're protesting, man. There's video from a passenger that uh, shows people congratulating and thanking the guy for, for stopping the man and subduing the situation. Yeah, there's also like 100 videos of George Floyd dying of a fentanyl overdose, and there's four cops in prison right now. So... That different scenario, man. Anti-cop. Uh, Anti-cop hate. Never forget Tao Tao. <laughs> it's the worst one. Poor Tao Tao. I'm always thinking about Tao Tao. I got a bracelet on that says Tao Tao. I'll never forget that guy. Uh, yes, we all have our Tao Tao bracelets. I have my Tao Tao Tao, actually, that I've been using in the bathroom after <laughs> I shower. My Tao Tao. Uh, it's very cozy. It's made by the MyPillow guy. Good stuff. Good material. <laughs> oh, so it's that Egyptian cotton. That's uh, right, man. It's great. Great stuff. Uh, so speaking of Amy Goodman, actually, I hope everyone has some water uh, handy because I did catch Democracy Now! today, and I was obsessed with one of her news items. And unfortunately, it, it was not the continuing saga that is uh, this poor Michael Jackson impersonator who was uh, oh, senselessly, Neely. Pe- senselessly violently murdered by the uh, trained murderer. Uh, I always for- I forget this guy's name, too. Peterly? Peatly? They both have I funny names. It's like Neely and Peatly. <laughs> Peely? They, they have, they both, I find both their names quite humorous. Uh, so uh. either way, Amy was obsessed with all the racial bull happening here. And the way um, she puts it, too. The way she like literally put it, an unhoused black man, dude, unhoused, unhoused black man, assaulted by a white marine veteran. Yeah, I've uh, caught onto this with all the major news sources. They, um, if it's a white dude who kills a black person, they will capitalize the word white and man within the sentence, and they will capitalize black. And man, right? Uh, t- they will they will specifically stress those words. But if uh, and it's happened very recently, if it's uh, a black guy who uh, commits one of these uh, mass shootings, uh, it's always suspect. The suspect was this. <laughs> the uh, I'm serious. I pay attention. It's very funny. You know immediately what the yeah. narrative is and what they're trying to push the second they describe the type of individual. Uh, who carried out the crime. If it's a suspect, then you can guarantee it's a minority or a BIPOC fella. Uh, it, or a lady fella. Or lady fella, yes, especially a lady fella. Uh, and, and then, um, if it's a white man, you don't need to guess anything because they will say, white man! White <laughs> man murdered! It's always what it is, man. It's so messed up. Uh, so Amy Goodman was on a tear today, but... She was uh, describing um, an incident that uh, I feel like legacy media really wanted to get people worked up on, but it didn't really uh, have the kind of groove that they were hoping. But I really enjoy this little snippet from Amy. Uh, Make sure you're hydrated. And uh, we're talking victory. Russian President Vladimir Putin has lashed out against the U.S. and other Western powers over their support for Ukraine, saying that a real war is underway against Russia. Putin made the remarks during a brief Victory Day speech in Moscow's Red Square, commemorating the 78th anniversary of the Soviet defeat of Nazi Germany in World War II. 
Today, civilization is once again at a crucial turning point. A real war has once again been unleashed against our homeland, but we have fought back against international terrorism. Overnight air raid sirens sounded across two-thirds of Ukraine as Russia launched more than a dozen missile attacks on Kyiv and other cities. Ukraine's government says at least four people were killed Monday. The latest attacks came as European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen arrived in Kyiv for talks with the Ukrainian president. Meanwhile, the Biden administration's announced an additional $1.2 billion in military aid whoa, to Ukraine today for systems and drones. Oh! oh. oh. Excuse me? Oh, baking powder? Who swept this one under the rug? What the fuck? Did, <laughs> did anybody I thought talk we were hitting the debt limit or whatever. What the, 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 the limit, the ceiling, the thing, the, the thing on the news. Didn't every bank crash this week? What the fuck what, is I thought we on? had no money. Where did this... One point. Did you hear anybody talk about the one point two billion dollars we just billion. signed we off? We just on shame today? off that point two so Frank can get a new road. <laughs> can we can we take fifty bucks off that one point two billion? <laughs> fill in the football field sized crack in the middle of I twenty five, please. Couple, couple bags of asphalt, man. It's not that much money. A few guys, truck. You know, I know a couple migrants coming uh. through the border that might need a job. <laughs> Put him to work real quick. The fuck? You can get a whole busload from New York if you want. <laughs> can we call Mayor Adams? The only downfall, only downfall is the ones from New York. You gotta buy the whole busload. <laughs> <laughs> no onesies, twosies. Oh, man. Wow, don't, isn't that fucking crazy? My jaw dropped on that one. <laughs> Where are you guys getting this money? Where this this isn't real money. What is this, man? What? <laughs> 1.2 billion? Take a look outside. Look what's going on in this Remember country. when we were fighting over like 100 mil, 200 mil? You guys just said fuck it, we'll go 1 2 bill. This is crazy. You're right on the money. We're fighting over a debt ceiling limit and then we're just cutting checks like it's Swiss cheese out our fucking ass right <laughs> over to Ukraine. $1.2 billion? What? Did you just buy the whole country? Yes. I mean, is Ukraine worth $1.2 billion? This is honest to God, real talk. Everything has a monetary value. Is the country of Ukraine worth $1.2 billion? There's no way. How many billions and, have we spent there? Uh, and, and before you, anybody like argues with me, think about what kind of football team you could get for one point two billion dollars. <laughs> That's right, dude. In fact, way more valuable, way more profitable than Ukraine. The uh, Washington Commanders just sold for seven point something billion. Worth more than Ukraine. That's sure. right, dude. Right? Maybe it's four billion. <laughs> I can't remember, but it's in comes the billions. With a sta- comes with a stadium that hasn't been blown up. That's right. Probably less mooks. Way less mooks. Way less. less corruption. Same amount of prostitutes, ironically. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and blow. It's a good place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man, 1.2 billion. I feel like... On top of the tens of billions, I presume, that we have already sent. I want to remind everyone, there is all this evidence out there, and um, this Comer guy, he claims tomorrow 
uh, or today. Mm-hmm. Uh, when this episode airs, he's apparently going to release some damning information uh, highlighting the corruption with the Biden family and China and Ukraine. If we know that there's so much corruption involved with the White House and Burisma and Ukraine, uh, why are we allowing anyone to cut checks to this place anymore? Like, the checks should just stop until we stop. figure out who's getting a cut of that check. We're getting scammed from the inside, dude. And what are you gonna? Okay, what are you gonna get for one point two billion? Is one point two billion? You're gonna get enough missiles, enough anti-air to take down the Russian military. <laughs> At this point, we must we must assume that we this is our war that we are fighting, and we're just cutting checks to fund the war machine. But we just keep telling the public it's for Ukraine, oh, yeah. right? Oh, oh, dude, yeah, I've seen two guns. This is just the money we know about. Think about all the money they have hidden in the banks. From all the coke deals and meth deals. You're right. All the, the work the Clintons did down in Alabama. Uh, there's sure to be some money left in the bank from all that. You think they closed that operation? <laughs> well, they definitely... Changed the name. They definitely didn't close down Jeffrey Epstein's opera- operation because they just repurchased little St. James Island. That sucker's back up and running. <laughs> it's going to be a museum. <laughs> Like uh, with like clay models and stuff, or uh, plastic doll models, and stuff, you know, like oh, that's creepy. You're gonna see a real life uh, a wax version of Bill Clinton in the a wax. dress. Yeah, that's right. The wax. That's what I was going for. Yeah. They'll have like a glass floor thing. You can walk over one of the dungeons and look down inside to see like a, a situation playing out. <laughs> you know, it's like Henry Kissinger and a little child. Noam Chomsky. <laughs> Noam Chomsky. <laughs> Is that that guy's name? I don't know if it's Nom or Gnome. Uh, I like Gnome a little better. Just like Democracy Now. Can you get somebody that Nora Mishi? Mishi? I have no (laughs) idea where her first name starts and last name starts. Those are the best names. It's the worst name. Like Abe Vigoda. And she never says just one or the other. It's always, all right, thank you, Nora Mishi. Abe Vigoda. What are you saying? (laughs) Abe Lincoln. (laughs) Yeah, Abe Lincoln. Are you saying Abe Lincoln? Wait a second. It's <laughs> the greatest name. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I think that's some fucking huge news. I was shocked and appalled that <laughs> Amy Goodman had to sneak it down there at the end of this little segment, and then it, really you couldn't see this anywhere. Everybody was talking about everything else, right? There was nothing here to see when it comes to us sending billions and billions more to Ukraine. And... Why would anyone care about that, Mike? Why would anyone care about, you know, this potential corruption that's just playing out right in front of our eyes uh, in, in, in daylight? You know, like, uh, we have far more important things to talk about and worry about. Uh, we got breaking news! This yeah! is an ABC News special report. Oh, yeah! Now reporting, David Muir. Woo! Good afternoon. We're coming on the air because the jury has now reached a decision in writer E. Jean Carroll's rape and defamation. (laughs) Oh, they had to bring out Dave for this? He looked a little sleepy there. (laughs) Oh, my God. They woke up Dave. They woke Dave up. Oh, Oh, poor Dave. Poor guy. He still looks beautiful. He's a handsome fellow. Always. 
Oh, you'll never catch him sleeping. That's right. Jury has uh, now reached a decision yeah, in writer E. Jean Carroll's rape <laughs> yeah. and defamation lawsuit against former President Trump. The jury in this civil trial just moments ago finding Donald Trump liable of battery and liable of defamation in connection with claims brought by E. Jean Carroll. Carroll accusing the former president of assaulting her in Bergdorf Goodman's department store back in 1996. Our investigative reporter, Aaron Katursky. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean to tell me this jury of New Yorkers who all voted for Biden? That's right. <laughs> found him guilty? Oh, yeah. No way. Yes, sir. Dude, this lady doesn't even remember the year. No, she doesn't remember the year. She doesn't even remember how he accosted her specifically. Uh, doesn't even remember the season. You don't even know if it was a, a fall day. Was it hot? Was it a hot day? Nope. No details. No details needed. <laughs> it's insane. Absolutely insane. I, I couldn't agree more, and I've, I have some thoughts on this. She's oh, outside God. the courthouse here oh. for us, and Aaron... What have you learned as far as breaking this down? Liable for what, and then not liable for what else? David, this uh, jury reached its verdict in a little bit of under three hours of deliberations after getting the case earlier today, and they found that... It took you three hours? That means you decided before you... You guys decided (laughs) before you even fucking sat down in those chairs. Yes, man. Get the fuck out. Three hours? That's right. Yeah, of course. They, they knew the verdict before this whole thing started. It's fantastic. Battered and defamed by former President Trump. Interestingly, David, the jury did not find that Carol proved by a preponderance of evidence that Trump actually raped her. However, they did find a lesser degree of battery, finding that Trump sexually abused E. Jean Carroll in that department store in the mid-1990s. And for that, they awarded $2 million in compensatory damages. (laughs) And uh, more damages were awarded for defamation. They found that Trump did defame Carroll in the form of a social media statement from October of 2022, in which he (laughs) said that Carroll was not his type in which he called her claim a, a hoax and a con job. And for that, the jury awarded another uh, $2 million in compensatory damages uh, all told. So it's a, a, a real win for E. Jean Carroll. Oh, a huge, a huge win for E. Jean Carroll, a big-time fat loser for the, uh, the entirety of America. Uh, what a stupid, retarded situation here what a waste of time taxpayer dollars resources uh, everything my god and we got more to go folks we still got georgia i'm yeah. sure they got more uh crap that they gotta uh, but, stick on them in new deep. york it's it, this is deeper than trump think about what's happened in the past like year uh alex jones that's right man they they, they sued him for a billion dollars <laughs> yes Insane, right? Oh, yeah. For 23 minutes of his show. Then Donald Trump, this Donald Trump thing, she doesn't remember anything. There's no way this happened. No, it didn't (laughs) happen. Absolutely. And then the Proud Boys, those guys that just got sent, that just got found guilty. That's Yeah, man. From the jurors' own words. They said one of the biggest things was that the government could, the government said they had deleted messages. 
They, nobody saw what the messages were, but they had deleted messages, which would leave you to, which is suspicious. But that's not proof beyond a reasonable doubt. <laughs> that's the whole point of proof beyond a reasonable doubt, right? Yeah. So now these guys are going to go away for 25 to life on pure suspicion because you had, it's insane what they've done with the judicial system in the past couple of years. And the conspiracy and sedition or seditious conspiracy is pretty much what they're getting everybody on these days. It's insane, dude. I, I'm telling you right now, never before has it mattered this much where you live. Yes, and how you vote. Look at that guy in New York. Yeah. I'm sure he's... First thing he had to do was get a lawyer, and I'm sure he's worried about being charged. And I would be, too, if I were him. If you're in Texas, dude, you're a hero. You're at the bar drinking. That's right, man. Getting high-fived. High you're the hero. Everyone's buying you a, Bud, uh, a Miller Lite. Uh, a Miller Lite. Oh, Frank, <laughs> I should slap you through the It was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Stocks are still doing good for Anheuser Busch. Keeping them on their toes. Well, they I think they do a lot of other brews that people aren't aware. Uh well that... internet internet they're international and internationally they don't even know who Dylan Mulvaney is. What's really funny is to see what these companies do in other countries versus what they do here. Or even here, I've been watching the basketball playoffs and uh that's where they Debut a lot of the new commercials, and uh, I saw a Budweiser commercial. It was one of the more manliest commercials I've seen <laughs> in a long time. Like they showed, they showed like dudes like working with grease on their hands, you know, and like flipping up like the uh, the mask after using uh, the blowtorch, you know, and like uh, <laughs> the guy like wrangling up the horse. He's got the mud all over the jeans, you know, like they. They went all in the other way, man. Like I'm telling you, uh, Super yeah, Bowl Sunday. Trying. Oh, there wasn't even a, there's not even a guy under six feet in their in their commercial. That's anymore. dude. I'm, I know it's, it was the manliest I've ever seen in my life, dude. Like it was incredible, and uh, and even the voice is like, and this is for all you men out there drinking Bud uh, America, <laughs> America first, make America great again, Patriots. So. uh... No, I'm telling you, this Super Bowl is going to be the best for advertising and for commercials. Uh, everybody, get your popcorn ready because they're gonna—they're dropping the woke shit. I think they're all—all all the companies—they're gonna go all in on what we used to love. And you know, my Mike, my favorite—the boobs, the beer, the babes playing volleyball, the lizards yeah. making jokes, the talking frogs. Come on, man! Like, bring it back yeah. to the good old bring days. Bring back the babes. Bring back Bring babes. Back that's all right. Yeah, that's that's my uh, 2024 slogan, man. Bring back, bring back babes. You uh, know who knows a babe? Donald Trump. Donald Trump <laughs> knows all about the babes. <laughs> I can't believe they found him guilty, and they're ordering him to pay five billion a million dollars. They found him guilty, and anyways, <sighs> uh, this was all over the news today, this afternoon, and um. I was kind of perusing through it, and 
I was reading, I was trying to read through like what it was about. You know, I knew we would end up talking about it on the show. And I thought, well, I got to get some deets. I got to know the inside track. What What's the, the deal here? Uh, and I'm reading through it, and it's, I don't even know, Gene L.E. Ellen Carroll. I don't even know who this person is. You know, I've never really heard of her, and I'm cruising through the story, and it's like Trump, and the dates are like 1994 and 2006, and I'm just like, oh, <sighs> so boring like this is like <laughs> this is like the most boring story like i can't even stay focused on it like who are these people who are these characters when did this happen like i'm kind of going through it all and- plus my biggest problem the biggest problem i have with this is you should like, i'm not saying rape was okay in 1994 but we had a total different definition of what rape was in 1994 yes yes you definitely. know what i mean Coming onto a woman wasn't considered rape in 1994. That's nowadays it is. So he he should kind of be. You should try this man based on what really was sexual abuse in 1994. Yeah, but also like, what did he do? Nobody knows, and it happened 30 years ago. When you like read through the story, you're just like, what the fuck are we all talking about? You know what really happened? Come on, you know what happened? This girl ran into Donald Trump, who's a famous rich guy. And she fucked around with him in a in a dressing room. Well, you know, first of all, we all know what initially took place. He grabbed him by the pussy. Come on! <laughs> well, he can. Frank, he's a star. He's a star. When you're a star, you can do that. <laughs> yeah, we all know that. It's the rule. It's the golden rule. <laughs> Stars can do it, and you could say he's a star. So, <laughs> if so facto. He said it in his deposition, and they didn't call him out for being a liar or saying anything untrue. So I That's like... so funny. <laughs> the guy had the balls to say that in a deposition. Oh, man. My point being about all of this and this retarded, nonsensical story, yes, it's a political witch hunt, and we should all be very nervous because what I've been saying <laughs> is this is going to lead down <laughs> voters eventually. That's not on a bus with a hot mic talking to some guys. You're in a room... Being questioned by a female lawyer. That's right. There's a microphone right there. You know you're being recorded. It's going to be on record. Yeah. And you say, yeah, stars could grab women by the pussy. He's <laughs> telling the truth, man. <laughs> and yeah, I'm a star. Donald I can grab women Trump by the pussy. always tells the truth. Space Force. No. Space well, Force. Well, yeah, it is the truth. It's what he believes. He'll always tell you. The truth is. As he sees it. Right? The truth as he sees it. Not always right, but it's what he believes. And I'm going, you know, this whole thing with this chick and everything, um, and then the entirety of it, right? Let's just kind of take a step back and put into focus this entire witch hunt against Trump and all the nonsense and, like, the media obsession. They're obviously constantly trying to bring back the glory days of 2017 and 2018 when the country was glued to their screens, man. We couldn't wait to hear what Mueller was going to say. You know, like uh, the the ratings are through the roof, man. Uh, It was just, again, it was a golden era for media. And, you know, who was that golden goose? It was Trump. And so they had, they're just dying to bring him back. And in any way, shape or form and i'm kind of reading through these stories we just listened to the clip and it kind of has this feeling like uh 
you loved this show, but then it got really kind of boring after three seasons, so you just stopped watching it. And then you like are cruising through Netflix, you got nothing to watch, and you see it's on, and you're like, wow, oh, they did like eight more seasons? Oh, maybe I'll check it out. And you're like, Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, you pop back it's in. It's the on Trailer one, Park Boys. Pop back in on a newer season, and you're like, who is that? What's going on? Ah, this sucks, man. Like, this isn't the They're same. still doing the yeah, same same thing. bit. Like, same same Oof. lines. Doesn't it feel like that with Trump with everything? Like, it, yeah. even the, the thing with Al, Elvin Bragg, like, they wanted that to be the biggest news event of the year. And, man, was it just so boring and dumb and such a waste of everyone's money and time. And it had that feeling of, like, tuning into that old show and you just it just doesn't have that same kind of muster and you just kind of like fuck this i'm turning i'm changing the channel like i'm gonna i'm gonna put on a new show like this is boring i don't think anyone fucking cares about this shit with trump anymore and it it, i found it so weird did you hear like you know dave muir breaking news you know they woke me out (laughs) of bed and dragged me over here to talk about this it's so important (laughs) It's all you guys care about. It's only left-wing media that talks about it. It's insane. I, I'm finding it really, uh, really bizarre. It's, CNN can't go 15 minutes without talking about Trump. It's the derangement syndrome. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody in the media has it. I didn't clip it, uh, but did you see floating around this weekend uh, Dr. Phil was on Club Random with Bill Maher? <laughs> No, I was going to listen to it. Did you? I didn't listen to it, but I did catch a clip of him uh, basically losing his mind over the fact that Dr. Phil uh, wouldn't agree with him that Trump was worse than Biden. What? Yeah, man. It's pretty bizarre. You know, like uh, the mindset with Trump for some people, I don't get it personally. And uh, there is some psychological damage going on. I, you could almost argue that there was a mass hypnosis that took place, and there are like 30% of the public that will never be unleashed from that hypnosis. No, they think, yeah, yeah. And there's just, there's something about Donald Trump, man. He's the, um, you know, like Donald Trump is the, uh, the picture that they put up in 1984, uh, they flash the picture of uh, the resistance guy and everyone unleashes their two minutes of hate. You know, they, <laughs> they show the picture and everyone for two minutes just yeah. like screams and hisses and yells and, and just gets filled with rage for two minutes at the picture of this guy. The guy is, is Trump for the 30% of people. They've like conditioned uh, a chunk of the public to just have... Um, uncontrollable rage whenever they see Trump or think of the guy. Yeah, and that's why he should just go away, because those are the same people that did it with Bush. Remember, Bush was the same thing as Trump until Trump came along. How so? What do you, what do you mean? There? Oh, you don't remember how, they, how much they hated Bush? Was it the same level? Oh, I don't know, dude, man. He went- he was a know. bumbling idiot. He was going to get us into World War III. Yeah, he was so stupid. A lot of that's He only true took still. us into Iraq to get back at them for what they did to his daddy. The whole, it was everything, dude. No, Iraq was for uh, they discovered Gilgamesh's tomb and we had to get the portal to the other dimensions. Everybody knows this. 
<laughs> it's fact. It is fact. Or is Chris Wilson out there? Give me a, give me Eric. I need a fact check on this one. Uh, I don't know. I just remember everybody hated Bush. Nine eleven kind of is like really the only reason he got reelected. No, man, dude. Does everyone have amnesia about twenty about two thousand and twenty uh, and two thousand four? The Democrats <laughs> nearly fought for the entirety of Bush's term the validity of those elections and whether or not he actually legally won the presidency. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was the original... Dude, they did the same thing with Trump. They, they're, it, everything they did about Bush, then they, they just escalated it with Trump. Right, he was the illegitimate president. Both of them were illegitimate presidents. Well, Trump, I always thought, was the projection where they're saying Trump believes he won but really lost, and so he's trying to fight back and steal back the White House. Uh, whereas... Bush had one. I'm, I'm talking about during when they're during their presidency, though. You're saying there was like a Bush derangement syndrome. Yeah, you can't compare Trump now to Bush because Bush never had to run for re-election after skipping a term. True. You know? Yeah, I just so you uh, gotta look at like I'm talking about like when they're president. Bush and Trump, they're both just the worst. They're illegitimate. They shouldn't be in the office. You know. They were fighting to get him out legally, like, in the courts. Is this a new phenomenon? Do you think this is something relative to, like, the 20 years or so that we've seen it unfold with Bush and then Trump? Uh, or, like, are, in the 80s, do you think the same deal was happening with Reagan? I'm pretty sure, statistically, Reagan was beloved for, like, both elections, right? Yeah, it's hard to say. Everything looks better when you give it time. That's that is a you know? that's a great call, dude. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Except for Obama, he keeps looking worse the longer we go. Worse, from I don't, worse I don't know worse. what this guy did with this country, man. But he fucked it up big time. And like, it, it was like he uh, he sliced the head off, you know, and the head was still blinking. We're, we're that blinking head that's been decapitated. <laughs> oh, especially when it comes to race relations, uh, he, he killed it. Yeah, I I believe he's the reason we have what is going on socially with the the race stuff. He he um he erased everything that uh started uh with Martin Luther King and again, we were raised, man, very specifically on the there is no difference between us because of the color of our skins. We're all the same. We want We're all American. You know, we all strive for prosperity and you know to have families and and you know and take care of one another and be neighborly. Like like we we grew up on that, man. It's hard to it's hard to grow up on something for like your whole life, and then for two years, everyone's like, "No, it's all wrong and backwards. You were wrong. <laughs> what society taught you was wrong." Like. It just doesn't. You don't resonate. see me as a black man, then you're racist. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just you so- should treat me differently because I'm a black man. Like what? <laughs> no, no, that's not what I was taught. <laughs> and it does seem like really this whole woke movement, if you will, or this race modern like uh, a critical race theory movement. Uh, it, it's probably most profoundly affected those who uh, aren't able to think more critically about how they see the world. People who are just mo- more easily exposed to ideas and then just follow it because they're they're told that's the way it is. 
and, you know, the critical thinking people in this country who were raised on the, oh, there's no difference between our, you know, us, you know, the skin color doesn't matter. Well, we're considered racist and bigots. Uh, and then everybody else, because they don't critically think about the, you know, the propaganda and the brainwashing that they're going through, uh, they just get, they, they continue it. And, and not just in a parroting motion or where they're, you know, simply marching in the streets peacefully, right? Uh, like the summer of love in 2020. No, these people are fucking getting violent with it, man. Like it, it, it's, it, it's getting into dangerous territory with the, uh, the race divide. And yeah, I 100% uh, bring it back to the Obama administration, man. Him and Ob- him and Big Mike, they still, <laughs> still go around talking about the race divide, the racial divide, and the uh, inequalities for people who are BIPOC community, all that stuff. Dude, I I listened to actually a clip of Michelle Big Mike Obama, uh, two it was a week ago, and she was doing some speech. She was with Oprah. Doing this whole shebang, you know, laughing about how, oh no, I'm not really gonna run for president. Those are just rumors and all this stuff, and talking about, uh, you know, how the divide in America is real, and you know, people got, you know, America needs to uh, step up to help other people step up. Is there a white woman as successful as uh, Oprah? Martha Stewart. No, Oprah's got to have more money than Martha Stewart. She went to jail. Well, and here's Ironically. the. Well, yeah. Well, do you think maybe like is that what makes Oprah more successful? The fact that she uh, avoided jail. Yeah. Right. Oprah's part of the Adrenochrome Epstein group, my man. This is a well-known uh, and factoid. Ma- and Martha rolls with the Snoop Dogg clan, so. Yes, and you know what, Snoop Dogg, I would argue, not in the Adrenochrome group. No, those dreads are fading. They're fading, man. Yeah, you're right. The hair is going, is <laughs> sliding back there. And, and His like forehead's getting bigger. I like how he doesn't care. The look, it works for him. It, it, there's probably, yeah. most of the public, that whole thing wouldn't work for them. But uh, the fact that Snoop Dogg, just out of the blue, decided, well, I smoke so much weed. I'm going to declare myself Rastafari. And then uh, <laughs> everybody, and everyone's like, yeah, man. And did he ever it actually works. do anything that was like Jamaican style, reggae? <laughs> like, I yeah, never... he wears the hat. <laughs> and he lives near the beach. Boy! <laughs> A lot of mercy. 